Welcome to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast with your host, Pastor Manny Alanese. Join us as we spend a few minutes going through the entire Bible verse by verse. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at saintstephenschapel.org. That's Saint, S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Hello all, welcome back to St. Stephen's Chapel Bible Study Podcast. So glad you are with us again. I would ask you to be patient. Five to no more than ten minutes in a study of God's Word is short but intense. Stay focused and listen to these studies more than once. I would also ask you to share these Bible studies with others, loved ones. Everyone needs to hear God's divine word. Also post them on your social media. Now let us join together as we come in the presence of his glory. Let us pray. Oh, how we love your word, O oh God. It is our meditation all day long. Your decrees make us wiser, for they are ever with us. Open our ears to hear and our hearts to understand your divine word. Meet us here and now in Christ, we pray. Amen. Hear ye now the word of God found in the gospel of John chapter 2 verses 1 through 11. On the third day there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus was also invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jugs there for Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jugs with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first. And when people have drank freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. This is God's word. Today, we're moving into chapter two. Jesus and his disciples are attending a wedding banquet in the town of Cana in the region of Galilee. Many theologians suspect that this wedding is probably one of Jesus' relatives because Jesus' mother is also in attendance. One of the things that we should know is that the wedding festivities in this culture often last an entire week. Each new day brings new guests to the celebration. You can imagine what an undertaking like this must be. Just the amount of food and wine to satisfy all the guests is truly a financial burden. The bridegroom is responsible for all this, and failure to provide enough food and wine would be a social catastrophe and a personal insult to each guest. Not to mention the embarrassment to the wedding 
couple in verse 3. The mother of Jesus informs Jesus that they have run out of wine. A couple of things to notice. Jesus' mother is not mentioned by name, only by her relationship with Jesus. The other thing is that Jesus' mother only informs Jesus that they're out of wine. However, in an indirect way, she without a doubt is expecting something to happen because of what she tells the servants. In verse 5, she tells the servants, do exactly what he says. Jesus sharply rejects her indirect appeal by responding to her saying, woman, which is not a normal response from a son to his mother. Even during that time, Jesus' response seems to be a little abrupt but it is not rude. Later on, Jesus addresses his mom the same way from the cross when he is making provisions for her care after his death. So now, as we look at our text, we must ask the question, what did the mother of Jesus do that is wrong to merit such disapproval from Jesus? Well, let us never forget the true identity of Jesus. He is God incarnate. Jesus is the Son of God, born as a man. He is the God-man. He's the Messiah, the Christ. He is God's King. Jesus' mother is wrong in overstepping her proper bounds by even indirectly instructing Jesus to what he should do. This is unheard of. Telling the Lord how he should act and what he should do is wrong, and it sends the wrong message, not so much to his mother, but to his disciples, and especially for the masses upon masses of people, including us, who will read and hear about this later. Listen, even the earthly mother of Jesus, the man, she can never put herself forward to obstruct the glory of Christ. The miracle that Jesus is about to perform is done for his glory. Jesus is the one who must be glorified. The beneficiaries of the miracle are many, including the bridegroom of the wedding, but all the glory must go to Christ. Jesus has to chastise his mother. If not, even his own disciples, whom Jesus will rebuke many times during the course of his ministry, would go to her in order to have her persuade Jesus. Jesus Christ must always be the focus of our attention. Again, Jesus has to repel his mother's request. If not, it would lead to an abomination against God called Mary worship. This is idolatry and heresy. It is a scandal that Satan himself will lead as time goes on. The devil's task is to destroy all of God's living creation, especially God's image bearers, humanity. The wicked one begins his charge against humanity by taking our focus off of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and replacing it with anything or anyone else other than Christ. Well, now, this is a lot of information to take in, so let us stop here and gather ourselves. We are just getting started with this passage. There is much more to be said. We have just touched on the battle for your soul. Is your focus on Jesus Christ for salvation's sake? 
and no one else? Do you believe in him? If so, then entrust your eternal soul to him for the kingdom of God awaits. Until next time, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Amen. You've been listening to Manny Alanis, pastor at St. Stephen's Chapel. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at stephenschapel.org. That's St. S-A-I-N-T. Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Now from Manny and the entire St. Stephen's Chapel family, thank you for your prayers. And join us next time as we seek to glorify God verse by verse.